Hey guys, welcome to Film Feuds. I'm your host, CJ Kaiser. You can find Film Feuds on Twitter at Film Feud Podcast, or you can find us on Facebook at Film Feuds. Tonight we've got a great episode for you. It's a lot of fun. We're going to do Best Food Movie. And if you want to come see me, I'm performing live at the Adelaide Fringe from February 26th to March 3rd with my show Gutless. Get your tickets at adelaidefringe.com.au. Just look up Seizure Kaiser. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook under the same handle at I am Seizure. Don't forget, you can also donate to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash film feuds. Any support we get is greatly appreciated. And if you're listening to us on Podomatic, please subscribe. Please tell your friends about it as well. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. It only takes a second, and it helps us get on that featured page, so please do so. Alright, that's enough for me. Let's get straight into the episode. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Film Feuds. I'm your host, CJ Kaiser, and I guess we're already starting. The comedians already fighting over their movies. Um, I'm at the Adelaide Fringe Festival, and we are sitting in a cafe slash restaurant, I think, I'm not sure, and uh, we are going to be doing best food movie. The reason we're doing that is because we all eat, and we all have late night dinners because we're at a festival. And I've got three exciting guests, all brand new people who have never been on the podcast before. And we're going to be doing best food movie. So let's just get straight into it. And we'll introduce the person onto my right. It's Macabra. And she's picking uh, the movie Hook. Uh, and you can find her at B Movie Bash. Now, uh, please tell, explain your movie in one sentence or less. Uh, it is Peter Pan in his later years, whose Hook has kidnapped his children and he's got to go get them. And why'd you pick Hook? Uh, it is one of the last movies I saw before I was immortalized. And uh, I remember there's a very memorable food scene in it. Excellent. All right, and then we move on to Gordon Southern, and you can find him at Twitter on Gordon Southern. And he picked the movie Chef. Quick plot line for those who don't know. Uh, Chef is a classic feel-good movie about a man who just wants to do his own thing. So it's John Favreau, and he opens his dream food truck. Excellent. Very good plot line. And we finally go on to Ivan, and you can find him at Ivan Comedy. Uh, Agaristi, is it? Aristegueta. Aristegueta. I was close. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and you picked the movie Chocolat. And quick plot line for those who don't know. Uh, a lady who, who, who arrives from another country to a small town and she is a chocolate master chocolatier. And uh, the whole town is very conservative and they think eating chocolate is a sin. Interesting. Okay. I don't think I've seen Chocolat. I've seen the DVD cover and I know it's in my collection. I just haven't seen it. All right. So for those who've never listened to this podcast before, the way this works is that everyone's picked their movie to defend. There's seven questions with the guests do not know what the questions are. Everyone has to make an argument for each point. Whoever gets the most points at the end wins the golden handshake. And also, this show is spoiler filled. So if you haven't watched any of these movies, stop the podcast, go watch them, waste nine hours of your life, come back and go, oh, that wasn't worth it. All right. So you guys ready? Absolutely. I guess so. Cool. All right. And we'll start with question one and we'll start with Yvonne. Uh, best lead character? Uh, Juliette Binoche. And why is she the best lead character? She's just gorgeous. <laughs> she, she's got chocolate. <laughs> yeah, she's making chocolate and makes people eat chocolate and she's amazing. Uh, the lead character in Chef and the guy who devised the whole thing was John Favreau who I find refreshing as a chef because he's the size of a chef. He's a big unit, and that means he's probably a good cook. Uh, I'd say all the toothless little lost boys. 
<laughs> it's hard to pick between all of them. They're just so spunky. We'll count them as one. Yeah, we'll count them as one. All right, so everyone's made their point. Start taking each other down. Make your arguments for why the other one sucked. Go ahead. Uh, I think Juliet uh, Binoche sits so close to brioche, maybe she should have done a show about bread. <laughs> well, I think the Jean Fabreau is uh, kind of swap from directing Iron Man and then doing a cooking film because there's nothing to do, I don't know, with it. Fuck it. <laughs> Excellent slam. <laughs> well, I think in Chef, when, one thing I found that was really lacking was uh, any real major conflict. There's a point in the movie where it seems like in most movies, this is where everything goes wrong and, and there's going to be some serious fighting and the family's going to fall apart and it just keeps getting more positive. I think you're right. I think it's a real feel-good film. Because <laughs> also what he's got to lose at the start, he's a really successful chef in a great restaurant. And he just said, he says, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be in poverty and, and buy a broken truck. You're actually wrong. You don't know how to defend this movie. <laughs> he loved his restaurant. Oh, okay. But didn't he say, I don't want to make the same dish again. I want to do my own thing. He got kicked out. Because of the chocolate volcano cake. That, yeah, the lava, yeah. molten lava. Exactly. And that, you know, that sounds like I, a fun cake. I cannot say anything wrong about that movie. I loved it. <laughs> All right, well, Ivana, ruling you out of this one. Okay, so it's down to <laughs> Macabre and Gordon Southern. Okay, um, I think she's made a good point, but I haven't heard you take her down. You want to try? Well, I don't know much about the film Hook. That's the captain. I only know it as a pinball game, and I really enjoyed it. All right, Macabre's got the point. Yay! Okay, one on the board. Next question, we'll start with Gordon. Uh, best scene in your movie? Without a doubt, it's the moment where he seduces Scarlett Johansson... <laughs> Which he wrote himself, he went, I've written this scene where I seduce you and you have to kiss me loads. And he makes a absolutely wonderful pasta with homemade pesto. And even though I watched it on an aeroplane where all good food goes to die, I, I felt hungry. I was salivating watching that scene. Uh, well, I'd say the most memorable scene uh, in terms of food is the, the famous food fight, which contains no food, but it, it is nostalgic and... Uh, instills a sense of delight in all So technically, Hook isn't a food movie, but because of that one scene, and so iconic, I am allowing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You want to elaborate, or that's it? Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, uh, that's pretty much it, self-explanatory. Yeah. Okay, Ivan. I've got the best scene in all these three movies. <laughs> they cannot beat this scene. This is where uh, the character played by Alfred Molina which is like, the, is like the mayor of the town, a very conservative guy. He's absolutely against chocolate. And uh, he, he, he's it angry. It sounds like Footloose, but with chocolate. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, exact, he, he's angry at the chocolate shop, and he breaks into the chocolate shop and, gets, uh, um, and starts destroying the, the, how you call the, the, the window with all the chocolates. The display. The display window. Yeah, the display. And then, and then a piece of chocolate just touches his mouth, and then he tastes it. And then he starts to have this uh, frenzy of, of like a chocolate orgasm, and then he eats all the chocolate, and he ends up just. This reminds he, me of Augustus Gloop. <laughs> oh, yeah, Charlie Chocolate Factory. That's a food movie. Yeah. I know that film makes a film. Do you want to change? No, it's too late. <laughs> too late. You're, you're in with Hook. So he, he ends up um, um, just collapsing and falling asleep on the window, well, with the crack 
uh, he ate he eats all the chocolate and the, the, the broken glass and the next morning the whole town is looking at this guy who was against the chocolate just so it's just, just smeared in chocolate and shards chocolate. of glass like some sort of yes. sexy cocoa yeah. echidna he, he raped a chocolate <laughs> display a chocolate <laughs> display yeah, yeah. Well, too negative yeah. <laughs> all right take each other down <laughs> Um, I think that sounds like a great film, but that's clearly lifted from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Is there another scene where someone has too much chewing gum? <laughs> I, I think you're going to try and argue that that you know that by the end of the movie, the chocolate being brought to this town has made it a better town. But chocolate's not. I guess I mean it's dark chocolate, but uh, it's a lot of sugar, and it's it's really going to be ultimately having an effect that on the town that might be. Negative in the law. As a diabetic, I found the film highly offensive. Well, but there's a lot of people in the town who had no orgasms until the chocolate arrived. So, there you go. Wait, was the whole movie full of, of white people? Sorry? Was the whole movie full of white people? Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And she was French. The Juliette Binoche character was French. So he's like, hey, I'm going to bring you orgasms through chocolate. But if it's such a conservative town, what, now, now they're all living in horrible guilt in, in, their, in their sin. <laughs> Just commit suicide yes. by Guilt and obesity. <laughs> and that makes it a good movie. <laughs> mm, okay, tough decision. I am thinking now I'm going to rule Gordon out of this one. You didn't really make uh, much of a point other than he just makes out with Starlet, which is a good point, but well, not a great point. Um, yeah, he is eating right now. Uh, um, you want to say something about that? Mm. Yeah, right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, now, the hook scene is very iconic and very... Very nostalgic. Your description of yours is very fun. I'm not sure which one to lean to, so I'm going to lead, go to Gordon and help me. Who do you, who are you leaning towards, Macabre or Ivan? Um, again, I haven't seen Hook. I only played the video game, so I'm going to have to go with because I love Alfred Molina and I just love the idea that he's got those lugubrious poppy eyes, and when he just gets that little shard of chocolate in his face. They must leap out like storks, I imagine. So I, mean, I can picture that scene quite vividly. I'm going to go with that. You know what? I was leaning towards Ivan's Ivan gets a point. Yay! <laughs> now we go to Makare. Uh, best villain. Now this is my favorite question. They're always in every episode of uh, Film Feuds. Best villain. And we'll start off with you. Well, this is going to be the obvious one, but Hook, played by Dustin Hoffman, who puts poor, poor Glenn Close in drag into a, a box with scorpions, which I was always horrified by. I didn't even realize I was going close until the credits. So that's how good she was. She yeah, was, yeah. Un- unrecognizable. Uh, again, Alfred Molina. He's a great villain. He's a, he's a great villain, and he also played. Uh, he can, if you can do uh, a mayor in a in a small town, and also you can do a Spider-Man movie as a villain as well. Yeah, Doc Ock. He's he's got a like a good like a good evil soul. <laughs> Um, in in uh, Chef, as you said, there's not a lot of peril. peril. He peril. Not, not a lot of peril in the film. He has a falling out with a evil food critic, yeah. which is like, oh, I'm so evil. I don't like some foodstuffs. But he uh, he falls out with him. Later on, they reconnect over the love of the amazing sandwiches that he makes. In his oh, you should just wait, 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 one second. I just realised this is very familiar to Ratatouille. It's pretty much the same plotline. I think it is, yeah, yeah but yeah. Ratatouille is a cartoon, whereas this is uh, targeted at grown-ups. Yeah, but it's, it's a cartoon, because like, look at him and look at the women he has. It's a cartoon, it's not real. I suppose it is yeah. a cartoon, it's, yeah. it's John Favreau going, oh, who do and I want to kiss, who I met at a party last month. And he gives like his 13-year-old son a knife. <laughs> That's this, I just, here's your first knife, just be careful. Yeah. That's not... 
That's a cartoon. But that's, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's chefs. That's chefs. Like, there goes your knife or in, in a hook. Here's, Take- your, here's your hook for hanging meat from. Yeah. <laughs> Just ruin my equipment, Gordon. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I stalked with my hands, and as the microphone came towards yeah. me, it was inevitable. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're being attacked. Uh, well, he also takes his son out of school. Well, not out of, not out of school, but he takes him away from any sense of normalcy throughout his summer, yeah, <laughs> making kind of friends. Schools him in a truck, and isn't the kid kind of clued into the whole social media thing? I think because yeah. this film was it's one of the first, of life. one of the first films to say, "Hey, Twitter can make or break a restaurant." Wouldn't he be the villain then? Like, if he took his kid away and also made a whole bunch of employees go against him, he should be the villain, I reckon. Maybe John Favreau is the monster, and I've only just realised that now. <laughs> <laughs> in his own story. I'll yeah, and making deep fried sandwiches is really bad for people. Yeah, and, and kissing two. Is, is sticking with the critic or you and John Favreau? Uh, uh, yeah, Favreau's the beast. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone's made their point. Let's continue with the arguments. Uh, Glenn Close in Drag, easy. Is Her it? name is already Glenn, that's a boy's <laughs> name. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, the more I think about it, I, it is John Favreau. Because also what he's done, if you look at the sort of, you know, riches to rags to riches thing, he buys that shitty old lorry to make the sandwiches in, which is basically an episode of Top Gear spliced <laughs> with Pimp My Ride. And then it gradually transforms into a whole season of man versus food. He's a thief and a scoundrel. And a, and a terrible dad. And a terrible, no, he's a good dad. Taking no, your kid he, he, on the no, run no, for the summer. No, no, he, he didn't want using to. him as unpaid labour is the American <laughs> way. Uh, well, I guess it's also in chocolate. She, she's also removing her daughter from any sense of normalcy, constantly moving her about, even though her daughter desperately wants to create a sense of community in every place she lands. So we're renaming film feeds to now our bad parenting advice within movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> You're right, like, she, she could be the villain. Like, she's, she's running away from her life and, and her daughter is, is paying all the... is taking all the, the toll. So much that she has an uh, 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 imaginary friend, which is an action... It's, it's kangaroo. I don't know why. Has nothing, the movie has nothing to... Has, has nothing Where is to, the movie set? It's in France. Well, no, it's in Europe. But the, it's in the, Europe where there's... I know that there's some indigenous wallabies in the <laughs> southwest of England. Fun fact. And they're on my show, guys. But I don't think there's any marsupials in continental Europe other than in zoos. It's an imaginary kangaroo. But an imaginary kangaroos can cross all continents. Exactly. That's the best thing about them. (laughs) You're a leap of imagination. Her imagination has flaws in it. I'm just going to say that from the beginning. So, uh, look, I am ruling one of you out. And I'm going to rule out Ivan. Sorry. Ruling you out on this one. uh, Because Alfred Miller is great as a villain. But I don't think you're making a strong enough point for why he's the best villain. Okay. Uh, you didn't give me motivation for why he's evil. Because he's been a villain before and afterwards. So he's, in terms of acting, a recidivist. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's down to Captain Hook and John Favreau. Uh, Ivan, who are you leaning towards? Um, I think uh, uh, John Favreau, when, the, when you change from, uh, from the critic, the food critic to John Favreau, it's, it was a yeah. gutsy manoeuvre, wasn't it? Yeah. Turning on the very creator of the film. But it's, it's, it's okay, because um, recently I, uh, I, I've heard that, the, for example, in movies like Karate Kid and uh, like 
the the Daniel La, uh, Larusso, which is the main character, he's actually the the villain of the movie, the bad guy, and I never thought about it. And it's true, he's he, the 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 actual bullies from Cobra Kai are the good guys. Uh, and so, spot on. I think Excellent. I'm going to go for John Favreau. Yeah. And also, in his defence, Swingers, although it was yeah. the first film he made, yeah. that was the good one. It's a great film. It's a great like film. your money. <laughs> Have you guys seen Made? The no. second movie you did? Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, he's a great filmmaker. You watch it a second time, you want to kill Vince Vaughn. Like, he's so annoying in that movie, you know. Uh, all right, okay. Um, you know what, just to make it even, I'm going to give it to Gordon. Yay! Charity pity. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep the episode exciting. All right. Um, okay, next question. Best soundtrack. Go. I have no idea what the music was in Chef. There was some Mexican music because at the end, in a lovely... I'll, I'll help you out on this one because uh, this one's on my iPod. It's okay. um, Sexual Healing by the Big Brass Band. They did yeah. a cover of it. The Is eight, that the... the eight, um, eight brass. Uh, eight, yeah, Big Eight Brass Band. Big song. Eight, yeah. yeah. Is that the same as the Hackney Colliery Band who are a brass band who do covers of dance music numbers? They're absolutely phenomenal. Not to be confused with the Grimethorpe Colliery Band who do northern drum and bass songs on brass instruments. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, okay, cool. But no, it's none of those. Okay. But obviously, I like brass mu- music that plays incongruous tunes. So that's always a thumbs up from me. Uh, well, I, I believe the soundtrack for Hook was John Williams. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, literally every... I mean, just go on Pandora and put in John Williams, and that's like the most popular Pandora channel. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm I'm losing here because uh, I cannot compete against either John Williams or the soundtrack of Chef because that is a great album. Yeah. You buy it out, it's such a good and actually for me being Latino, there's great salsa and great Latin stuff that I really enjoy there. So it, it I, think I'm out. I think I'm out. I think have a little bit of the sort of Cajun zydeco as he tours around the Southwest, yeah, you know, there, like, taking yeah. these sandwiches to the to the to the people of the Deep South. Yeah. It's a great soundtrack and amazing. Liberating them yeah. just as they were liberated 200 years ago from the bondage of slavery <laughs> and liberated from bland snacks. <laughs> oh, tough choice, tough choice. So you're ruling yourself out of I'm, I'm out because uh, I don't remember. I, 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 don't, I, I didn't go out of the cinema when I watched Chocolat and say, oh, that was a great soundtrack. I didn't pay attention to it. It was, it was more about so the chocolate. So no Guardians of the Galaxy? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. So I can't. Right. Can I also add also the, the very sweet song by the little girl in the movie who just sings about how you're never really alone and she's just mournfully looking out into the star. You're not alone. <laughs> Warden's got a look of confusion on his face. I just don't feel like I compete with this. <laughs> little girl wins. Yay. Okay. Now this one, you might have to use your phones for this one. Usually I don't allow it on my show because we do our research beforehand, but this is all last minute, so... We're hopeless. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's fine. Best movie poster. All right, I'm going to pause this and we'll come back in uh, one second. All right, so everyone had a few seconds to look at their phones to see best poster. Okay, who wants to go first? Um, I can certainly vouch for my poster being a lot of fun because it just shows all of the gang... Beaming with pride and happiness, uh, serving proudly their po'boy sandwiches, and then very simple, almost a Mexican adobe-style typeface, very clear, and then a little picture of a red truck at the bottom, which is, of course, what the show's about, a red truck that sells sandwiches. Nice one. 
Uh, mine is uh, uh, so it's Juliette Binoche giving a, a chocolate to uh, Johnny Depp. And uh, if you got those two sexy motherfuckers, the sexiest things on earth, <laughs> yeah. all at once. Yeah, you, you let Binoche, <laughs> chocolate, and, and, and Johnny Depp. I think that's that's enough. Uh, mine's a, it's just it's every A-list celebrity from your childhood, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so it's <laughs> it's hard to beat. It's, you have Dustin Hoffman, uh, Julia Roberts, Robin Williams. And some classic kids, some classy kids. So you've got a galaxy of stars. Yeah. I've got a, a Ford Galaxy, and you've got a Cadbury's Galaxy Bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, tough choice. All right, um, I'm going to. If, if we can go sexiest poster, it'll be mine. Three things. Yeah, yeah, chef isn't sexy. Chef does. You know what? I'm rolling chef out automatically. Yeah. Servery hatch, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to buy, uh, you know, a fucking po boy off it, then everyone else was a poster after, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so chef is out. And that's between yours, which is a classic kind of, like that Star Wars map painting kind of feel. And your one is just sex. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon. Passion. Also passion. Sex and passion. Yeah, uh, I think if you looked at them as well, it'd be like, you know, dependable family movie. Chef yeah. looks like, oh, I'll watch it if I'm on the plane, which is exactly <laughs> what I did. And that just looks like the sort of thing that you gaze at lovingly, possibly in a student hall of residence. It's like, a, like a, a Fifty Shades of Chocolate. Very but good. but in the in the in the in the year two thousand. So it was. Is the I think I see it more as a as a as a mum yeah, movie. It's kind of a date movie as yeah, well. It's not like a, a ladies' night movie. If just you're making it Fifty Shades of Chocolate, is there a blindfolded tasting at any point? Oh, that'd be great. Inserted orally or in another way. <laughs> hey Hollywood, we got an idea for you. All right. Just get molten chocolate on, on people's bodies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy. I mean, it, mine's a sleepover movie, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you know what? I'm going to give this one to... Ivan. Si, yeah. senor. As we strayed towards chocolate lube, it had to go that way. Yeah. You had me at lube, which was the last <laughs> word. <laughs> okay, um, next question. Best tagline. This is going to be a quick one. Uh, who wants to start this? I'll do it. Uh, mine is, what if Peter Pan grew up? They're using geometry, using if and then. They're proposing the if. What if Peter Pan grew up and the when is the plot of the movie? Yeah, and also, you know, Peter Pan is yeah. traditionally the boy who never grew up, so yes. it's, it's attempting the impossible. Yeah. My tagline is, I don't really like it. It's starting, <laughs> starting from scratch never tasted so good, but if we return to the scene with the handing of the chef's knife, to the boy I think the tagline should be the one from Crocodile Dundee <laughs> that's not a knife this is a knife yeah. uh, tagline uh, uh, one taste is not enough and, uh, which is uh, the tagline uh, of most drug dealers isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point because chocolate is a good drug it's, um, it's, it's the best and it's, it's, it's everywhere everybody loves it everybody loves chocolate chock full of antioxidants yeah, I'm just thinking there are other cocoa derivatives that are just as Moorish. <laughs> Ooh, tough one, tough one, tough one. I am going to rule out Hook because it's not really a, mo a food kind of tagline because I don't want to eat Peter Pan. Some girls would, but not me. Um, I'm counting myself as a girl at this point. Uh, now, down to Chef and Chocolate. Chocolate, sorry. Starting Chocolate. from scratch never tasted so good could easily be the tagline for Jamie's 15-minute meals. And that turns my stomach. Uh, but if 
Tofu. Okay, yes, yes. You know what? I'm going to give it to Evan. Yay. Yay. Chocolate. Now, Evan's on three. Yep. Gordon, you're on one. Uh, he's on first. You're second, and you're on one. <laughs> so you cannot win the next one. However, so if you get the... Nothing to play for. Well, no, you do. You got a chance to uh, either help her tie and then go to tiebreaker, uh-huh. or you can just get the point and fuck it up and Nirvana will win anyway. Or I could stay on one point because traditionally that would earn me a wooden spoon. What would be more appropriate for cookery films? You get a half a point for that one. Yeah. Yes. Half points don't ever win. All right, so... <laughs> Okay, uh, best director. Uh, I have no idea. Spielberg was yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's pretty easy. Spielberg, I think, is the win. Because I believe John Favreau wrote, directed, and starred in this, which just has a whiff of arrogance about it. And who's going to tell him when he's gone too far or stuffed it up? No. Marvel Studios, when they was Iron Man 3, they're like, okay, that's enough. Okay, that was his penance, was to make a, a, a third. After two, they were like, nah, we're giving it to Shane Black. Right, okay. Well, I, I think Spielberg is, is the shoe-in, so I'm definitely going to shout for Spielberg. Yeah, two words, Schindler's List. You're bringing the Jew thing in again, all right? This is not Cards Against Humanity. I could also say one of Spielberg, I believe 1941 was one of his. Absolutely yeah. incredible film, really underrated. Um, people forget Duel is one of his movies, and I love Duel. Duel is great. Yeah. He made that for like 20 bucks, didn't he, yeah. as well? That's an amazing movie. Giant truck following you all around America. Yeah. And he managed to string it out for 90 minutes. It's a truck. It's a car. Whereas this truck had to sell sandwiches to hold our attention. Uh, uh, the director of Chocolat is Lars Holstrom. And what else has he made? Uh, he's made a, a Hachiko, uh, Dear John. Uh, uh, the Hundred Foot Journey, which is another food movie, and I love that one too. I don't know. It's... You know what? I'm just going to give a Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Easy. Now it's even. It's a final question. Gordon, you are out, but you can help me with this one. It wait, goes... wait, wait, wait. But Lars Holstrom made the ABBA, the movie, the documentary of an You lose ABBA. a point for that one. Oh. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. I already gave the point. I don't take points back. So, uh, three each. Final question. Now, I haven't thought of this one, but okay. I think I'll go to that original question I wanted to ask before. Best quote from your movie. Best quote. All right, so I'm going to pause it, give you guys a couple seconds of research, and we'll be back. All right, so Gordon, unfortunately, Albert Peel can find you on Twitter at Gordon Southern. Uh, they can visit my website, which is www.gordonsouthern.com. Gordon as in gin, Southern as in comfort. Nice. And uh, do you have any shows to plug while you're here? Uh, I have a new show starting on the 4th of March at the Adelaide Fringe called That's a Fun Facts. It then goes to the Melbourne Comedy Festival and it then goes under a different name, which is long story short, because it's a different show to Auckland and Wellington as part of the New Zealand Comedy Festival. Are you doing anything in Sydney? Um, I'm doing a couple of gigs in Sydney at the, um, I think quite clearly labelled Sydney Comedy Club. Oh, yes, yes, I know the one. Um, you might be also be doing a spot at Comedy on Edge, my room, uh, if, if you want. Thank you for the invite. So that's March 24, 25. Cool, excellent. So, uh, yeah, check out, uh, check out his Twitter. And, Gordon, how long have we known each other? We've known each other a long time. A long time. I'm going to yeah. go maybe 10 years because I've been coming to Australia now since 2004. Wow, because I remember uh, recently I was telling Macabre this uh, the other day how a picture of us came up on Facebook. It was that Halloween picture, me, you, and Neil, and all that. Oh, my goodness. That was Halloween at the... Uh, Metro Airport Theatre. Theater? Metro Theatre. Yeah, the Metro yeah. Theatre. Or in the kitchen. And uh, we were, yeah, in a kitchen. How apt. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alright, okay, so everyone's got their uh, quote. Okay, who wants to go first? Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. For light relief, I can throw in the best quote from Chef, which. Go on. Uh, <laughs> That's not life. This <laughs> no, no, this, uh, this chocolate volcano cake is naive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I guess my, mine is uh, to die would be a grand adventure, and that's really something I've taken to heart, being an immortal. Uh, it, death has been my grandest adventure. It's allowed me to tour the world <laughs> with this show. So. Nice quote, nice quote. Yvonne? Um, I'm going to read, uh, uh, and it melts. God forgive me, it melts ever so slowly on your tongue and tortures you with pleasure. I think I got aroused from that one. I don't know, like... <laughs> That's sexy though, isn't it? That's like especially with you with pleasure. Especially with his accent, it's just oh, like yeah. this is yeah. good. I have more accent. You want more accent? <laughs> and it and it melts. God forgive me. It melts ever so slowly on your tongue, and it tortures you with pleasure. Move over, Antonio Banderas. We got a new man in town. Would you do it as the French cat uh, <laughs> slash skunk Pepe Le Pew? <laughs> Swedish chef. <laughs> if we're taking requests. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, best quote. Ooh, the best two of them. To see if it works. So see if the most unsexy accent can be made yeah. sexy with the right words. And it melts. God forgive me. It melts ever so slowly on your tongue and tortures you with pleasure. What's the opposite of an orgasm? A a fringe show. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, moistening. I'm moistening. Uh, like drying effect. <laughs> drying Evaporate. <laughs> a burnt cheese toasty. Oh. An introversion. <laughs> okay. Um, Gordon, who are you leaning towards? Um, I think it's the sexy chocolate moment. I'm sorry. I mean, death becomes you. Don't get Thank me wrong. But uh, yeah, he d- he did it in a variety of sexy accents. That can't be better. You know what? And because this is a food movie, I'm going to have to give it to Chocolat. Chocolat wins! Yay! And four points for Yvonne, three for Macabre, and one and a half for Gordon. Uh-huh. Macabre, thank you very much. Uh, do you have anything to plug? You can find her on Twitter at bmoviebash. Yes, I, I'm on every night throughout the Adelaide Fringe until March 12th, except Mondays at 9.45pm at The Producers. We are... Roasting bad movies live. Not directly after me. Come and see both shows at the same time. And I'm before that at 6.15, also at The Producers. What a coincidence! <laughs> Make a night of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very fun show. I saw it last night. It's great. Just roasting old B-movies from the 50s. They were awesome. Last night it was the Bella Lugosi movie. Uh, what was it called? Man. Voodoo Man, yeah. Coming up next is, uh, is The Rogue's Tavern, which is one of my favourite. It's a whodunit from the 1930s. It's going to be so much fun. And finally, to our winner, Yvonne! Yay! Ivan Comedy, uh, what shows are you doing? I'm doing my show, my fourth solo show in English. It's called Juicy. That is Juicy with a lift. Uh, nine, 9.30 every night. I love that Judith Lucy. Juicy, <laughs> Juicy. Uh, every night, 9.30 at the Gardens, uh, except Mondays for the rest of the Adelaide Fringe. And then I'll be in Melbourne, Melbourne Comedy Festival in, at Acme. And also Canberra Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, and Perth Comedy Festival. Juicy. And if you want to show your appreciation, come down to his shows and bring him a box of chocolates. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And he'll serenade you with quotes from the movie. Yes, see. Now uh, you get the golden handshake. There we go. One, two, three. Pumps. That's all you get. All right. And there's one more game we have to play before we end. Now, this is called the Seizure Cards Movie Game, SK Movie for short. 
which is you got to name an actor, any actor you want. And we go around the table naming a movie that person's been in until we run out. One movie each, and we keep going around. (laughs) Now, here's the trick you are not allowed to name a movie that hasn't come out yet. You are also not allowed to name a cameo that person's been in. It has to be a credited title. And once we run out, we can start doing TV shows, but not beforehand. And to get the final point at the end, once one person remains, they have to still name one more movie to win. Okay? Not many people have defeated me in this game. Few have, but not many. That's why it's called the CG Kaiser movie game, because I'm a narcissist. All right. Ivan, who do you want to pick? Anyone you want. All right. Let, I'm going to pick an easy one, because I'm terrible at this game. I'm going to say Johnny Depp. Okay. And let's start it off. Uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. He's been in like loads of films, hasn't he? John- right, you got you got five seconds, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, did he do a remake of Willy Wonka and the Charlotte? Fo- yes, the Charlotte Chocolate Factory. That one. Sleepy Hollow. Ah, uh, nice. Pirates of the Caribbean. Chocolate. Uh, pass. And you're out. Yay. Alice in Wonderland. Pirates of the Caribbean two. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean three. Pirates of the Caribbean four. Damn, the fifth one's not out. Um. <laughs> Uh, Cry Baby. Uh, the one with the vampires. Oh, uh, vampire. Uh, Dark Shadows. Yeah, that one. I'll, I'll let you have that. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the crying man. But not that one. The one with Christina Ricci. The gypsy guy. Uh, I don't know that one. I can't remember the name. <laughs> it was in uh, it. Gordon, can you IMDB check it real quick? Johnny Depp movies. Yes. Thanks for that information. Certainly. The uh, type in Christina, Ri- Christina Ricci? Christina Ricci and Johnny Depp. Wasn't that Sleepy Hollow? They were also in that together. This is okay. a separate one. Uh, I guess Gilbert Grape. Okay, there we go. Gilbert okay. Grape, fair enough. Uh, quick, quick. Uh, ooh, shit, I'm running out, I'm running out. Uh, oh, oh uh, um, uh, Tourist. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Ah. Uh, I guess I'm out. Really? The Crying Man. Yeah, mm. Okay, we're just double checking this one. I'm, I'm still. Is it the man who cried? The man who cried. There we oh, go. Okay. Right, fair All right. I'm going to uh, this one. You should have had this one, but you didn't. Ed Wood. Oh uh, yeah, of course. That's the really bad movie. Yeah. Because, oh yeah. Uh, what's, 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 what's the movie? He it, it's it's uh, sniff. 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 Like the cocaine dealing thing. Oh blow. Blow. blow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, the, the gangster movie. Oh, the, the black something. Oh, a Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, a different one, but I mean, uh, well, Black Mass, Black Mass, Black Mass, that recent one where he plays that uh, Bulger Whitey. I think it's called Black Mass. Have you already said the one in like the Fear and Loathing? The the the, the Vegas yeah, thing. The, that's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, Three, two, one. No, out. I'm out. Out. All right. Finding Neverland. Oh, nice one. Okay. Uh, Finding Neverland. Uh, Transmission. Is it called Transmission? No, no, no. Ah, no. Ah, fuck. Uh, All right, you gotta name one more. The Imaginarium of Doctor Pinard. Fuck. Ah, okay. Cool. (laughs) Sorry, people over there. Didn't mean to scare you. Yeah. All right, uh, I should have mentioned we are recording. Platoon! Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn it. God damn it. Well, I lost to someone who is a movie aficionado. Congratulations, you won. Yay! You get the whole golden handshake. One, two, three pumps. There you go. 
All right, that's been Film Feuds. I'll see you guys next week. Snort the movie. Shelf. Uh, Is it Shelf? Go check out these guys' shows. All these shows are great. Uh, I'll be back next week with more people from the LA Fringe. Uh, come see my show. My show is called Gutless. It starts on Sunday on the 26th and ends on March 3rd. And uh, come see your mama battle on February 25th. Okay, that's been Film Feuds. See you next week. <laughs>